What is going on, everybody? And welcome back inside the lab. That is the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. It's a special Saturday edition, jam-packed full of all the playoff breakdowns, including X-Factors from every single Western Conference team. Thank you for joining us. Happy weekend. Let's get right to it. You're Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And thank you for joining us for this extra special Saturday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. It's Steele and I, as usual, holding it down for all you fantasy fanatics out there. We got to the Eastern Conference X-Factors on Thursday and Friday's episodes. And for Saturday, we are here for the Western Conference and some big-time news from John Taves and the Chicago Blackhawks. Steel. we're going to get to all of it on today's episode. Thank you for making us your first listen. Every single day, including a few special Saturday episodes, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Steel, as my little wiry preamble alluded to, I know I'm a little off the rails here because we're Saturday hyped. X factors in the playoffs are a serious conversation that especially from if you're in a playoff pool, if you're making bets, if you have any kind mm-hmm. of other than obviously degenerate just into the hockey, you got investments, you want to know about these X factors because they are going to change the way these games and the way that these series go. So I think the Eastern Conference, we did a good job of highlighting a bunch of different angles, players, penalty killing, power play, whatever. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. I want to talk about Jonathan Taves as well. Where do you want to step this off? Maybe with another changing of the guard moment here with Jonathan Taves, not going to be re-signed by the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, I think we got to show some love to Jonathan Taves and the absolute incredible career that he's put up with the Chicago Blackhawks organization for his entire career, 15 seasons. With the Blackhawks, he's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. He's won the Conn Smythe Trophy. He's a Selkie Trophy winner. And, and, and this is this is the end of an era. We talked about Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin for the first time since, what, 2006 or 2007, that neither of those players are in the Stanley, or in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. And it's the end of an era for, for Jonathan Taves and the Chicago Blackhawks, as they just stated that he will not be re-signed for next season. So, he hasn't, there's no official word that he's retiring from the NHL. That is not, that is not any speculation around there whatsoever. Yeah. So he could definitely re-sign with uh, another team for next season. I would love to see Jonathan Davis back, but what an absolute incredible career that he's, uh, that he's, you know, put up with the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, put together, yeah. put up with the Chicago Blackhawks, even internationally, you know, under 17, yes. Canada world champion. A gold medalist. Even at so his many junior times. career. Junior career. He has had an incredible hockey career. And it, yes. what they did in his last game, him scoring in the last game uh, for of Chicago course. as well. He Thank almost, you. He almost had the game winner in overtime against the Flyers. It just missed the outside of the post. Uh, but yeah. yeah, just an incredible and special moment for Taves uh, in his last game in his Chicago Blackhawks uniform. Three-time cup winner. Conn Smythe winner. Selkie winner. Mm-hmm. Messier award. 
he is just gotten it done at literally every single level of hockey that he has touched. And he has been a leader doing it. And I think one of the most special moments that I can remember when I look at Jonathan Tave's career, and it's definitely one for a number of hockey fans is when he was thrown out there multiple times in the world juniors and he just kept <laughs> scoring. Yeah. And it was almost a little preview, a little window into how clutch, how <laughs> captain serious was going to get it done at the NHL level and as a fellow 1988 member, this makes me start to feel a little bit old steel because that guard, you know, we've seen it with, yep. you mentioned it, Crosby not making it, Ovi not making it. Hey, those 34, five-year-old mans over here are starting to feel that pressure from old father time. But hats off to one of the best to do it in this generation. 372 goals, 511 assists, over, 10, uh, over 1,067 games. Hats off to Jonathan Taves, one of the best to ever do it, and obviously a three-time cup winner. Now, Steele, teams going for that cup. It's starting to get real serious around here. Talking about Captain Serious, we're putting it aside now because the playoffs have arrived. And yeah, we're recording a little early again. The Colorado Avalanche might shuffle the deck a little bit here, so we're going to keep that caveat in mind for this Saturday special here. But we know the Oilers and Kings are playing each other. Yep. We know the Golden Knights and Jets are playing each other. So why don't we start with those four teams? Why don't we start with, how about the Edmonton Oilers X-Factors that you are looking at? We're going to break it all down for every team in the West. Well, I'm going to jump on the same page with you here as uh, the Edmonton Oilers. Mm -hmm. And I'm going with Stuart Skinner. He has to be the X-Factor for me moving forward in the postseason. The Oilers yeah. went to the Western Conference Finals last year with the duo and the tandem of Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen. So if they can get all the way to the conference finals with those two guys, I am almost 100% sure that they can get to the Stanley Cup finals with Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell. Whether he actually plays well or not is another story, but they can get to the finals with him. But what I actually want from him is to be a game changer, be the goalie Edmonton thought that Jack Campbell would be this year. Don't just get carried on the back of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Go out there and prove to anyone that you belong in this league and you're the true number one starter moving forward. You're 24 years I old. You got your first crack in the NHL this season as a starter. You've played absolutely fantastic up to this point, going 29-14-5 with a 9-14 save percentage. Now you're going into your first ever playoff experience against a team mm. that has pretty much been in the playoffs since they've been, uh, since they got into the NHL, what five years ago, and then they they even made it to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year. So you're going up against a very hard opponent in the Vegas Golden Knights. They're not to be taken uh -huh. lightly, but you being the number one guy and getting the nod from your team, from your coach, going into the first round, go out there and prove to everyone that you belong there. So wait, did you say Vegas Golden Knights? Because aren't they playing the? They're playing. Sorry, the sorry, Kings, yeah, okay? sorry, my bad. L.A. Kings, L.A. Kings. No, no, no. I was like, holy, <laughs> it's me. Usually you rein in me, in, so I just had to be sure here. But I totally agree. And actually, I wanted to just add on to that because mm -hmm. I knew we both were going to have Skinner on here. Evan Bouchard has a little bit of opportunity here, I think, to really establish establish himself, yep. fantasy and otherwise. But I think what I maybe you maybe you didn't forget, but I for sure forgot how absolutely beast mode Evander Kane went last yes. year in the postseason. 13 goals led the NHL. 37 penalty minutes led the NHL. 
And I know penalty minutes don't mean a lot in terms of what we're wagering on or what changes the game or not, but it shows me that Evander Kane is ready to ratchet his game up a couple of notches when it comes to the playoffs. That's how I look at this. And he got it done last year, Steele, in 15 games. Like I said, those 13 goals, to me, if he can bring even a like 70% of that quality opposing teams in the Western Conference, I just I feel for them because this attack from the Edmonton Oilers, the power play and otherwise, it might be too much to handle. I think also, Steele, when we look at their opponent in the LA Kings, and if you're okay, let's jump over to that yeah. X factor if you're all right with that. We, I just mentioned how good the Edmonton Oilers power play has been. And then let me just confirm here because I'm like 90% sure that they're tops in the league this year at power play proficiency. Hold on one sec. It is. I think they're at like 32% right now on the power. Play. An absolute fact. They are the best power play yeah. team in the league. And then, oh, wait, we brush off this stat for you, Steele. <laughs> The LA Kings are finishing at the 23rd best penalty kill unit. Only killing penalties at 75%. This is immediately the X factor for me, for the LA Kings. They need to kill off penalties. And I don't have a ton of confidence that they're going to be able to do it. But if they can, they might be able to turn this series. For me, you know, I I actually agree with that a lot. That is a very good point. The penalty kill going up against the top power play in uh, in the NHL, and that's going to be very chaotic for them in this first I round so. series. Um, but my my um, my X factors for the LA Kings, I've got Anze Kopitar, I've got Anze Kopitar and Drew Doughty together because those are the two leaders on okay. this team. Obviously, Anze Kopitar okay. being the captain, but that kind of mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with the special teams unit because Kopitar and Drew Doughty are on the first penalty kill unit, so. <laughs> A, yes, they need to be a lot better on the penalty kill and even on the power play, but they've been in this situation before. You've won two Stanley Cups in the past. You have that experience. You're the two best leaders on this team, and you're back in a position now where Mm. your team overall Mm. is very solid. There might be a few question marks in the blue paint with Corpusalo and Phoenix Copley. I'll give you that. But overall, all around, this team is very solid. This is the first time they're back in the playoffs. I think they've yes. only been in the playoffs once in the last six years or once in the last seven years, something Oof. along those lines. So okay. they're finally yeah, back, once or twice. They're finally back in a position where they yeah. can fully succeed in the playoffs. They remember you go back to 2012 and 2014 where they finished in eighth place and then ended up winning. It's type of it's that type of feeling. They're oh. back in a position where they can go on a deep run because they have the players. Again, the question mark on the goalies, but I think the X factors have to be your two leaders and your captain Anze Kopitar, Drew Doughty. Because again, Kopitar is 36 years old. Drew Doughty is going to be 34 soon. How much longer can they potentially go? I love the fact that they've got a- a- uh, Adrian Kempe and Kevin Fiala to kind of enforce that offense as well and keep the, the speed and the skating ability moving forward. Yeah. But I think it does rely heavily on Anze Kopitar and Drew Doughty. And that second line for me, yes. Steele, has been so effective. Trevor Moore, Arvidsson, Deneau. It's almost like they've played their whole careers mm-hmm. together, the chemistry that they've put up at times. So it will be interesting because I'm with you. The Kings feel like that team that's just right there knocking on the door. A lot of good young pieces still coming up in that system as well. So those are one of the teams that, you know, I hate to say, I'm going to be mining that team for a little while fantasy-wise. You know I love me some Sean Dursey action as well. But... Let's get to the rest of these X-Factors right after this quick break because 
I want to talk about Vegas. I want to talk about the Jets. Steel, I want to talk about literally everything because I am so fired up. By the way, Monday, we're talking Western Conference breakdowns for the playoffs. Tuesday, we're talking Eastern Conference breakdowns, predictions. Steel and I will be giving everything we think from how many games, who wins, and how, and why. Monday and Tuesday, so make sure you tap in because that's when the playoffs are going full swing, baby. Speaking of full swing, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet for up to 1000 bucks. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up, place your bet, Get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it doesn't win. I love betting on that first inning. No hit, no run. I like getting degenerate. I like also betting on who gets hit, who gets hits, and RBIs. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet for up to 1000 bucks when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official sports book partner of Major League Baseball. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Like Flip said, make sure you're tuning in for Monday's episode where we will break down every first round series of the postseason. Just make sure you're tuning in all week next week and even every mm-hmm. single day because we're breaking down all those first round series. Let's continue yes, on sir. the topic of X factors, though, in the playoffs. Flip, Let's. which team would you like to go to next? Well, I wouldn't mind continuing to round out this Pacific division. I like how we did the East the other day. We did it division by division. And if you're okay, let's go to the Vegas Golden Knights Mm -hmm. next. And I think I need to come on this show once again. And even, did you see Logan Thompson's quotes (laughs) about how, uh, did you see those? How he was saying a lot of pundits were calling them maybe a wild card team and this team just took the Western conference. It looks like, didn't it steal with 111 points. It does take the Western conference, regardless of what happens with Colorado. And I need to put more respect on this Vegas team's name because they've done this with injuries to literally every key position aside from their stud blue line, which I think everyone is clear on is the anchor of this team. And they're a very good one steal. And what I wanted to highlight as the X factor for Vegas How much have people talked about the Vegas flu? You've been to Vegas. You know what it's like to party in Vegas. It's a party town. (laughs) Yes. We've heard all about the Vegas flu and how it's hard to go into Vegas and not get distracted. And it's worked for this Golden Knights team all the way to success in the Western Conference. But they've been one of the best teams away from home this year, Steel. And that's where the X factor lies with this team. If we know they can be good at home. But if they can continue to rack up the success away from home, hey, why not the Vegas Golden Knights? Because I'm telling you, they're believing 26 and 7 and 8 this year away from home. That's the least losses away from home this year of any team in the NHL. That's my X factor for this Golden Knights squad ability to get wins away from home that is very impressive and and it works in their favor as well whenever teams come into vegas because i know exactly what you're talking about i went to vegas for that uh uh that ufc 285 or 286 fight um 286 286 with john jones and cyril gain i came home i was sick for a week so i know exactly (laughs) what you're talking about my Vegas Golden Knights X factor, though, I'm going with Jack Eichel. I think he needs to be the X factor I knew you in the would. playoffs. I knew you I would. I think people may forget this, but I, this is Eichel's first 
time ever being in the postseason. He's never been in a playoff series before. This is the first time he's getting a crack at the playoffs and with a great team like the Vegas Golden Knights. So I think he needs to well, go in there and showcase how impressive and still that he's still a superstar in this league. Very can I interject with a question? Yeah, Steve, sure. Because go ahead. I'm I because I know you are high on this player, and I like that you're highlighting him as an X factor, and you think he will be. Does that mean he is one of those players that might lead the postseason in points? Like when you say X factor. What are your expectations for him is what I need Oh, to no, know. yeah, leading in points, especially like – Like he's going off. Here. Yeah, like he needs he needs to go off. I can see he it. He needs to go I off. He's had it. a very impressive season, 66 points yes, in 67 has. games. Obviously, I wish he was able to play a full season, but he was almost a point-per-game yep. player. He's okay. currently riding a nine-game point streak as well right now, heading into the postseason with 12 points in that time as well. So for me – I love everything about Jack Eichel. I think people, again, like yeah. even going back to the fantasy draft, I think people just slept on him be, for good reason because of the injuries and the, you know, having surgery yeah. on his neck for that type of, for that type of injury yeah. as well. But he needs to go into this playoff series with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder an edge on his shoulder and showcase that he's, he's back and he is a star in this league and, and be that, be that superstar for the Vegas Golden Knights moving forward. Let's go over mm-hmm. to another team a new team in the nhl seattle kraken getting yes, their first yes. look at the postseason as well first time in their second year in the league for me mm-hmm. i think the x factor has to be everybody everybody has oh, to here be we go everybody has here to. He goes. if you want if you want a cop out i'll do a cop out but i'll go to martin jones okay. and philip grubauer that's the cop out right mm-hmm. there if you want to go martin jones and philip grubauer those two have to stand well, on their head and it, I, it looks like it probably will be Martin Jones, I think, or I'm, I'm not quite it, sure. It could be either one of them. But it, nonetheless, I think it's, yeah, it might be Grubauer. I don't know. And it, it, because there has been, you know, Joey Decord got a lot of looks there down the stretch. Martin Jones was day to day. I don't know. I think they might actually go with Grubauer, Steele, but we're going to have to wait and see here. Yeah, I could see them going with Grubauer or Martin Jones, either one. But I, I'm still going to go with this answer that everybody needs to be an X Factor okay. because you have. A guy in Matty Beneers, who is your rookie, who is playing absolutely incredible. He needs to continue that. And everyone is, again, you go back to uh, your statement on the Vegas Golden Knights and what Logan Thompson said, that people thought that they were going to be a borderline wildcard team. You even go back to our preseason predictions. I know my preseason prediction. I didn't even have them making the playoffs. I thought that they were just going to miss out on the bubble. And look at Seattle. People did not think Seattle was going to be any better than what they put up last year, and they make it into the True. first wild card spot. They were in the top three True. of the, that Pacific Division for quite a quite a while. Half the year, I got to say, they were in the top three. So, look, they, yep. they get they get to 100 points on the season in their second year in the NHL. I just think everybody needs to step up because this is a new team. A lot of time, a lot of players getting their first crack in the postseason as well. A lot of young guys, and you just got to rely on everybody to do their part. Don't hate the answer as much as I hated your cop-out answer on yesterday's episode, Steele. And I didn't mean to say I hate as much as I dislike because I'm I'm with you on what you're saying. And maybe let me bring in focus a little bit for what I think this X factor is for this Seattle Kraken team. They allowed the second least shots per game at 27 shots allowed per game this season. And I think that actually makes a little bit of sense when you looked at some of Martin Jones's numbers and his wins, but his ugly peripheral numbers, the team around him has been very good. Vince Dunn, Jamie Alexiak, Justin Schultz, Adam Larson, really underrated defensive group. 
The X factor for me is their ability can, to continue to protect their weakish goaltending tandem. And I got a cop-out answer for you of my own because I got a second X factor. That's just because we're keeping it on par. Their bottom six has been arguably the best in the NHL over the course of the season. Yanni Gord, Tolvanen coming in, mm -hmm. Brandon Tanev, Daniel Sprong, Bjorkstrand. Very balanced and talented bottom six. X factors for the Kraken. Their defensive ability to stay stingy on the shots allowed and that bottom six forward effectiveness. Yeah. And I think we're getting good with these. Teams. We are getting good with these. And I can't wait till we break down all the series matchups as well next week. We'll see who we're both feeling. I have a couple of side bets for you all out there. Let's go hey. over to the Dallas Stars real quick. We'll talk about the Central Division. Let's quickly talk yeah. about the Dallas Stars, though, and then we'll get to the Colorado Avalanche, Minnesota Wild, and Winnipeg Jets. Though, yes. I'll start Yeah, Dallas Stars. My X factor for the Dallas Stars, it has to be that third line of Max Domi, Tyler Sagan, and Mason Marchment. That's got to be my X factor. We know how great the top line is. We know how great yes. Miro Heiskanen has been this year, a stepping out season. And we know how yes. great and capable Jake Oninger is as well. Like I've said mm -hmm. all season, though, even going back to the, the preseason, the Dallas mm -hmm. Stars go far. They can go far based off of what their depth players can do. And Jamie Benn had a bounce back Good season, point. 78 points. Sagan has had a better season as well, fit over 50 points. St uh, st the Dallas Stars uh, rookie, Wyatt Johnson, has, has, a, has had a great season as well. They've gotten this far because the whole team came together. It wasn't just the top line. That's why they're either finishing first or second in that central division. And for me, this is a very big opportunity for both Mason Marchman and Max Domi to make True. an impact and really uh, provide some sort of influence uh, of offensive ability moving forward for the Dallas Stars in the playoffs. Cause we know what we can get out. We, we we've seen what we can uh, we've seen what, that top line can do for the Dallas Stars. Yeah. Jamie Benn's been great. That second line looks great as well. Just what can Max Domi and Mason Marchman can do with Tyler Sagan? Because they've went, they've gone a little stale recently. So I think they this is a big opportunity and they need to be an X factor. Opposite of a cop-out answer, Steele. That's a bang-out answer because I completely agree with you. And you know what? I had a bunch of different things written down for this Dallas team. And I think that's what I wanted to get off my chest mm -hmm. first is I can't really put my finger on what's most important for them to win. And that's a concern of mine because I think you alluded to the obvious one, Jake Ottinger. Yeah. To me, it might all fall on this guy's shoulders. 37, 11 and 11 this season, five shutouts, 920 save percentage, sorry, 919 and a 237 goals against. I'm a little bit concerned that the lack of, I don't know what it is with this Dallas Stars team. And I know you and I have gone on about things when we can't put our finger on situations. That makes me wary. That's where I'm at with this Dallas Stars team, especially if the Colorado yeah. Avalanche can leapfrog them for mm -hmm. that first spot. And they have to deal with the Minnesota Wild in the first round instead of a wild card <laughs> team. Now I'm starting to have even more serious doubts. So to me, their best player all year, aside from the obvious in RoboCop, Jason Robertson, has been Jake Ottinger, and to me, he's going to have to probably stand on his head mm -hmm. if this team wants to get past Minnesota in the first wild in the first round, which I think is going to happen because this Avalanche team is not going to lose tonight. I would rather, rather face the Dallas Stars in the first round than the Colorado Avalanche. I have so oh, much yeah, faith but... 
either. It doesn't matter oh, who the yeah, Minnesota Wild go up against. I have a lot of faith in them. Let's get over to those three teams, though, right after this. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love and all the support. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. The last three teams uh, in the Central Division. Colorado yeah. Avalanche. I'm really curious to see who your X-Factor is. But my X-Factor is actually JT Confer. I've talked about him a lot this season. I think yes, he you needs have. to continue to be an X-Factor. Career best, uh, career best this year. Full 82-game season. 52 points. And this is what's most impressive about this season as well. As you look at the first six years he was in the NHL, he was playing on average 16 and a half minutes. This year alone, he's up to 20 and a half minutes. He's you know how much four, I love that minutes he, indicator. He, yeah, he's playing four and a half to five minutes more this year than he Huge. did his first six season. And that's because he had to fill in that gap of Nazem Kadri. You look at Bing. this now. Bing. No more Nazem Kadri. It's official now. Gabriel Landeskog is not going to be here for the postseason. So there's some big holes for the, the entire team to fill. But JT Comfort specifically, because he's that second line center, he's decent on the power play. He'll be getting prime opportunities, banging away, banging away in front of the net at loose pucks with Mikko Rant and Nathan McKinnon on both his wings. Um, you even got, he is a, a little bit of a threat on the penalty kill as well, but he's uh-huh. going to be getting a lot of crucial ice time and he needs to be prepared. You're killing it. You're making me look real bad on this episode. But thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, this is a team effort, like I keep mentioning. But you know who I'm looking at? It's Alex Newhook. No, I'm kidding. It's I'm not going there. I talked way too, I talked way too much about Alex Newhook at the start of the year. I'm not gonna go there. But let me hit you with my take on this. Mm-hmm. Kale McCarr is going to be back. He's dealt with some injuries this year, and it's affected his game a little bit in terms of his ability to obviously stay in the lineup but it hasn't affected his ability to put up points. This yeah. is where I think there's an opportunity and a window for Bowen Byram to really make an Ooh. impact and to stand out. And let me tell you just why. Because if Devin Devontae's and McCarr continue to do what they do, which I think you and I are both pretty confident in the fact that yeah. they will, he can really make an impact here. The obvious first-line defense are going at those guys, and he might just have a little window here, a little wiggle room. I saw some real confident plays from this guy down the stretch deal. I don't have his numbers up here on the year, but let me bring them up very quick. Um, it just honestly, it's like one of those stepping out moments for some of these players on the Colorado Avalanche that they're going to need mm-hmm. some. Landeskog not there. Nas not there. You mentioned Nishushkin a couple of episodes ago how clutch he's been. They're going to need some new guys to be clutch 20s for byram in only 41 games i just think there's an opportunity for this young d-man who's shown steel he plays maybe a little bit too reckless at times but if he can rein that in i think bowen byram can be an x factor and free up taves and mccarr for them to go beast mode I like that answer a lot. At first, I thought you were saying Kale McCarr was the X Factor. I was like, he, we already know he's going to be an X Factor. Uh, yeah, that I, hey, I, I, <laughs> too many cop out answers, Steele. That would have been on the list. No, I, I, I like the Bowen Byram angle here. He Thank has you. been very impressive, and hopefully, we can finally see him play a full season next year. Hopefully, he has a standout postseason this year with the Avalanche. Let's yes. go to Minnesota Wild, though. For me, yes. the X factor has to be Matt Boldy. I think he needs to be the X okay. factor. And I'm going to give you okay. my reasoning here just in Please. case you don't agree with this. But 
you look back, he's only been in the league now for two seasons. He had a great rookie year last year, 39 points in 47 games, but he didn't show up in the playoffs. One goal in six games, they got bounced out of the first round. And I'm not, I'm not trying to diss him or put any, you know, slander on his name because he's a rookie. It's his first time in the league. I completely understand that. But now yeah, yeah. you're in your second year in the league. You're coming off a very impressive season of 63 points in 80 yep. in 81 games. Yep. At times you've had to play without Kaprizov. You've had to juggle the lines, but you've got you've, you know, you've got new players and Oscar Sunquist and Marcus Johansson. The Wild have had to mix and match their lines a lot this season. Now, good point. He needs to go out there in the playoffs and he needs to be Kaprizov's right-hand man. Because the Wild have gotten by, the Wild have gotten by for many, many years now, based on determination and hard work. They've had talented players before. We obviously know that, but they've never truly had a true superstar or superstars. Facts. But but now they have that. They have Kirill Caprice. Like I was going down the Minnesota Wild rabbit hole. You go back to like, oh yeah, you know, were 2013, 2014, 2015. You had Miku leading the way with 63 points. Jason Pominville. Jason leading. Jason Pominville. I know. I know. Turn it's back the clock, baby. I, it's incredible. Eric Stahl led the team one year with like 76 points. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm trying to get out <laughs> get at is finally now the Minnesota Wild have two. At least one superstar and then one star in the making in Matt Boldy. But he needs to go out there and be Kaprizov's right-hand man. Like I said, they've only gotten by so far uh, by hard work and determination. Now they got to go based on a lot of their talent up front in Kaprizov and uh, Matt Boldy. Steele, put this episode in your Hall of Fame, pal, because you're absolutely just smashing it today. And I didn't expect anything less, especially when you're coming in with that Minnesota Wild take, because my goodness, it sounds like you've watched every single game of theirs over the last 13 seasons. But good for you for bringing what I think I would have to agree to, and I almost don't want to give you my X factor for the team. But actually, I now want to hear your take on how far off the mark I might be. But when I look at this team, and you mentioned Boldy, of course. Mm-hmm. We know Zuccarello's had some struggles. We know Hartman's had his up and downs this year as well. But that top line is going to obviously take all of that attention. And it's going to be on the Kaprizovs. You know, they lost Erickson Eck. That's a huge yep. blow. So to me, it's Sam Steele, Frederick Goche, even Rossi, who at Marco Rossi, who has been a bit invisible. They are going to need some secondary scoring steel because we know that's been this team's Achilles heel aside from maybe weakness from Marc-Andre Fleury. They're going to run a tandem. Fleury's been better. We know this, but we don't know what that secondary scoring can do. And I think if they can find even one or two guys to get hot, and I mentioned the names that I think need to, and have mm-hmm. the ability to. Sam Steele, a good prospect. Marco Rossi. One of those guys that a lot of people thought were going to have a little bit of an upcoming year. Frederick Oche just got a little bit of a bag thrown at him. So one of these guys, I think, Steele, has a good opportunity, again, to make some noise and to really affect the ability of this team to go on a run. They need secondary scoring. That's my X factor for the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, I think the secondary scoring will most likely have to come from Freddie Goudreau or Marcus Johansson now if uh, if uh, Joel Aronsenek is not going to be in the lineup. Um, so, yeah, they'll definitely need to get some secondary scoring, but I think a lot of that relies, again, on that top line of Zuccarello, uh, Kaprizov, and Matt Boldy and of those course. type of guys up of course. front because of course. That's, been, that's been their game. They've been the type of team to just stay in games even when they're not playing well. 
uh, based off of their based off of their superstars alone, keeping them in as well as some great goaltending. Last team before we wrap things up, we'll make this real quick because we yes, are sir. tight on time now. Winnipeg Jets. I've got one name for you. I'm not going to leave it at that. It's Connor Hellebuck. He's the reason mm. why they're in the playoffs right now. He was playing great the last two weeks and the last week uh, in the home stretch to win those last three games. A 920 save percentage, a 2.49 goals against average. He's going to be the X factor, and he will need to be the X factor if the Jets want to move on into the second round. This is why we do this show together, pal, because we play off each other nicely. I keep saying it over these last few episodes where some of the more obvious takes might need to be said because yeah. that's just the truth. But also, I think the truth is Mark Shifley this year, and I wanted to bring up his numbers because you and I haven't talked a lot about him, and he scored 42 goals this season. Mm-hmm. And I know the Winnipeg Jets also have had their up and downs. The man had 10 game-winning goals. and Without wow. looking, I'm pretty sure he led the league in that category, telling me that he can be a clutch performer. And we know this deal. This man has got it done at all levels of his career, and he has 645 points in 743 career games. So I expect, with attention paid to a good season from Morrissey, obviously Connor Hellebuck is a focus. And even Kyle Connor off a really good year, Mark Shifley might be able to fly just slightly under the radar. And if they want any shot of beating the Vegas Golden Knights, he's going to need to go beast mode. So Mark Shifley is my X factor for the Winnipeg Jets. I respect that answer as well, because he definitely needs to have a bounce back season. A lot of those players need to have a bounce, a bounce back postseason. Sorry. Uh, but those are the X factors for the Western Conference. Make sure you're tuning in for next week. The playoff start. We couldn't be more excited. Yes, course, sir. We're Toronto Maple Leaf fans over here. So we are staying tuned in for that first round, uh, first round series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey pod, uh, Podcast your first listen every single day. Thank you so much for tuning in again for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. Good luck with your playoff teams next week. And we shall see you back here again on Monday. Good good luck with it all, baby. Peace.